Hey everyone, welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. We have the new moon in Sagittarius coming in on Tuesday, but we kind of began that new moon energy today and it was uh, squared Saturn, so there's definitely a slowdown, a peaceful pause, a laziness, but one that was much needed and much felt. And then right after the new moon, we'll still be in the new moon energy, though. Mercury retrograde begins in Capricorn. Ah, I know, deadly Mercury retrograde. It won't be so bad, guys, actually. I'm kind of excited about this Mercury retrograde. I would say it's going to be an okay one to end this year out on. I'm going to be talking about that. And then at the end of the week on Saturday the 16th, we have the sun squared Neptune. Okay, so also one of the things that will be happening with this new moon will be it will be conjunct Mars. So there's going to be a little jump start to our energy. Now, before I get into all of that and all of the awareness I want to bring to you guys with the stars this week. I'm sorry I did not have an episode last week. I didn't even let you guys know. Last week, uh, last weekend, I ended up having a little bit of a family emergency, and that took up a lot of mental uh, space and a lot of energy. And then on top of the following week, having work and kids and the Christmas schedule, I just didn't have it in me. Honestly, I just was like, huh, I, I can't do it, guys. I couldn't do it last week, and I didn't do it. And thank you guys for your patience. I'm sorry I don't always like to throw that, throw that out there when you're looking forward to a transit and what's happening, and I don't show up, but it was... It was quite a pause. As you guys know, since Saturn has moved into Pisces and it's been in close uh, proximity, it's been in the early degrees of Pisces, it's been squaring my sun and conjunct Mars. Uh, I have Mars and Pisces, the sun and Gemini, Mercury and Gemini, but it's been closely degree squaring and conjunct both those planets. And there's been a lot happening in my life, which you guys know. One of the interesting things that's been happening over these last eight months is a lot more responsibility and not necessarily easy responsibility. I mean, not that all responsibility, you know, most responsibility is not easy, but it's like extra tough responsibility within navigating it and also just kind of my own experiences and what that triggers. And it's kind of coming from all ends. And so I am just very patient with myself. I take it one day at a time. And as you guys know, I'm pretty open on here. If I can't do it, I'm not going to do it. And that's been one of the other Saturn and Pisces lessons that has been coming to me. I've had to remove guilt. Like I think we all in, uh, generationally kind of have guilt issues where we suffer from a lot of guilt. And that's one of the things with Pisces that this kind of brings up. And so I've been navigating like old guilt and how to remove guilt and what what causes guilt and how that leads to kind of like shrinking our spirit a little bit. But that's been what's been going on. Hopefully, as you know, I'm going to be in this square in this conjunct for the next few months. But hopefully I won't have to miss another episode. And I'm sorry again, guys, because I don't like to leave you guys hanging. So let's talk about this new moon. So as I record this right now, we're beginning this new moon today with the square to Saturn, like I said. So I need to drink my coffee. I've had I even got a root canal this morning. That was not the best thing, but I'm determined to get this episode out today. 
Okay, so we began the energy of this new moon with the square to Saturn. So we're tired, feeling a little burned out, or just maybe feeling spacey, especially for my mutable signs and my mutable placements. That's the Gemini, the Virgo, the Pisces, the Sagittarius placements. Anyone with those, especially your sun rising or your moon, are really going to be feeling this. The energy is slow, and it's very still, and it's mentally blocked. Like, you don't really, you really can't imagine doing anything honestly or like calling someone or taking care of bills or putting your normal life agenda stuff together just kind of feeling blocked and that beginning you know this new moon also happening with the beginning of mercury retrograde brings that kind of blocked feeling we're going to be experiencing this week however there is this open creatively you know a little bit you might be slow and pause but you're feeling a little bit creatively open or spiritually open so what do we do with the slowed energy? You know, doesn't it look, you know, it doesn't really look like that kind of like deep depressed slow energy, honestly. It, it's more like um, kind of like spacey, just wanting to just be a little bit aloof, but relaxed about it. You know, like maybe you'll choose to pray again, but you'll pray when you're napping or you'll write while you're laying in bed being very cozy or kind of like take a meditative nap. I tried to do that today. I tried to take a nap. I knew I couldn't. So I put on some meditation music and I just kind of zoned out. It felt good. Kind of, you get what I'm saying? Like a healthy zone out, a healthy pause is going to be the energy. Now, the new moon in Sagittarius with Mars is why it's sort of like, you know, we have to have that little Jupiterian flair to our laziness, you could say a little bit. Now, on Tuesday, the actual day of the new moon, we should feel a little more energy. We have Mars conjunct this new moon, and it's giving us a jolt in our spirit, a little jolt in our energy, a little bit of jolt in our spiritual alignment, um, just sort of expansive thinking or wondering, and just like more lighter or lighthearted detachment. Because when we have Mars there, there's like that detaching feeling and Sagittarius loves to detach. That energy is a very detaching energy and can detach from person, place, things, idea and with Mars there. But it's like light, it's lighthearted, you know, Sag, they don't always want to take things serious or they kind of want to avoid the deep thinking of whatever drama is happening around them. So again, a really light or lighthearted detachment sort of energy will be surrounding that. Now, freeing yourself, so detaching, but also it's going to feel free. Freeing yourself of an idea that then frees your perspective up and then almost instantly a new perspective arises. That's how that works. It's it's it just the opening. I love when my brain opens like that. Like all of a sudden you have that perspective shift. You know what I'm talking about where you can never go back to how you viewed something. And there's a lot of freeing peaceful energy in that because almost right away this beautiful new perspective is reborn and all of a sudden things click things make sense things feel good things feel lighthearted again and happy so a new perspective is arising you're sort of getting getting those clear messages that you need to you know you're getting through clearly and solidly even though yes mercury retrograde is beginning i'll talk a little bit about that why there is this sort of sobering thinking or you know just a real solid in our thinking energy um i also have been thinking a lot <laughs> i know spoken like a true mercury all i'm doing is thinking a lot and 
our people, I know I've talked about this a lot, the collective in general, the world is suffering, right? Most people I come in contact with, my clients, a lot of people are suffering with, they're just not happy. And we know a lot of this began with COVID and the Band-Aid was ripped off and a lot of joys were stripped from us. And not only were a lot of joys that were outside, not internal joys stripped from us, we also brought on a whole new large set of anxiety. All of a sudden, people were like shut off into their rooms. Everyone was masking. No one had these like face-to-face contact. No one was touching. I mean, it's really traumatic. I will be interested to see what we look back on and, and how this shifted everyone, um, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. But we really lost a lot of that connection and having fun. You know, we began worrying. We were every day checking numbers and who was dying and what was created and what was the new mutation and what was this? What was that? What is that? And you can't touch this and you can't do that. I mean, we created a shitstorm of like scary shit out there. We honestly did. And I feel like one of the things that's happening right now, what's leading to a lot of people's continued, um, you know, you know, like, I don't want to say misery, but some people misery as well as just sad or hard energy is this lack of fun. Now, I also I get it. We're in a world right now that's it's, you know, up in an uproar and everyone's disconnected and crazy hate and things like of all kinds of things are happening right now. And prices are crazy. I know that adds into that. But one of the things we are missing is how to have joy again. All right, how to have fun. People are scared to have fun. People are scared of pushing the limit limits a little bit or, you know, just letting loose, letting go a little bit and just kind of being wild and free and having fun. And I think with this new moon, this is a great way to bring in and practice that fun energy, especially having this in the sign of Sagittarius, which has so much fun, has so much joy, loves to just just see things in that kind of lighthearted, loving, you know, beautiful, free-flowing way, the way that life shows up. And it loves to have fun. If you know Sagittarius, they love to party. They like to enjoy. They like gatherings. They like friendship. They like, you know, traveling. They like hiking. They like all the things that they're body can like transcend beyond (laughs) i mean they're always i'm guarantee you they're the top people that jump out of airplanes every sagittarius place i know loves to jump out of an airplane so sorry taking a little sip of coffee how can we bring fun back into our life how can we let go how can we let go of some of our worries or stresses that we have become that become of us you know that have become the collective that are really causing us harm if you listen to this podcast for a long time you know my favorite thing to say or if you're client friend whatever is the things that we worry about in life that's not usually how they that's not usually how they end up projecting that's not ever what's even ends up happening it's our own inner projection And the things we should worry about, we don't see coming. We'll never see them coming. We'll never be able to predict them. So we're just caught in these cycles of worrying, trying to predict things that aren't really going to come out. They're just sort of these fear-based thinking, you know, and within that. And so how can we free ourselves and have fun again? If we have fun, then the next person we know and talk to is going to have fun. And then we're going to encourage more people to have fun. And we're going to go back out there and we're going to raise the vibration of fun here in this world. That's one of the things I hope we do. 
one of the things that we can all practice for this new moon, for these next two weeks, this moon cycle. So how are we going to practice this? Well, you know, the biggest thing is bringing in that self-awareness. And now that's practice happiness, you know, when a choice arises in our day to day, in our moon cycle, in the next two weeks, big or small, every day is a choice. Every day is a mental choice. And then we take a physical action towards that mental choice. And I know there's a lot of, you know, ups and downs as we learn how to control or understand or detach from the things we can't control in our mind. But one thing I know we can do is stop ourselves in the moment and practice happiness. So one of the questions I want you to ask yourself, write this down, get it into your subconscious. When these choices arise, big or small, say to yourself, does this lead to my happiness? All right, we're going to take a selfish moment for ourselves, okay? We're going to be really selfish for these next moon cycles when it comes to our happiness, all right? It's okay, I give you permission. Does this lead to my happiness? And it could be as simple as like, hey, I am going to, oh, it's okay, I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to leave work a little bit late, but it's fine. Does this lead to my all-over happiness? I am going to go out with this person on whatever night, does this lead to my happiness? I'm going to go to the gym. Does this lead to my happiness? Okay, it's things. Does it lead to your overall happiness? All your choices, big or small, I want you to bring to your mind. Does this lead to my happiness? Okay, does this lead to my joy? And these next two weeks, some of the things that will arise will be just that, right? And within that, that detaching that we're going to also be doing with Mars conjunct this new moon, does this lead to my happiness? And you're going to see what you need to detach from and what you need to reward and be grateful for because it does lead to your overall happiness. What things do you need to honor? What things do you need to create more? Okay. Does this lead to my happiness? Now, uh, if you take away anything from this episode, that's the most important question. So write it down, vlog it, say it in a message, whatever it is. Does this lead to my happiness? Now, in these are some awareness questions that you can write down, reflect on later. In what ways can I bring more joy into my life? These questions are going to start popping up. As you just say, with every choice, does this lead to my happiness? These questions are going to start coming into your mind or into your environment. In what way can I bring more joy into my life? Where am I lacking happiness? What holds back my happiness? What holds back my joy? Okay, you guys get the theme right there. We're going to be doing some deep diving into that because I want to bring back happiness to this world. I want you to start being happy 90% of the time, especially no matter what life throws at you, living life on t- life terms instead of being happy 10% of the time, 50% of the time. We got to be happy or how can we learn? Maybe we can learn to be happy 100% of the time in most of our days, you know, just for today while still living life on life's terms. Again, a lot of our own suffering and lack of happiness is honestly brought on by our, ourselves, our own mind, our own perspectives, our own things that we're creating, the world that we built around us. Yes, there's lots of things that are outside of you that are happening that are unfortunate or not happy or ugly, but a lot of 
the unhappiness is within us. And so we got to bust through that with this new moon. And that's what we are going to do, my people. Now, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. This is going to ingress back into Sagittarius when Mercury begins Capricorn begins retrograding Capricorn on Wednesday. And then it will continue in, in Sagittarius until January 1st. And then it stations at 22 degrees in Sagittarius. And again, I kind of love that for beginning the first day. You know, it's kind of, I think it's going to be a joyful day, January 1st. You're going to feel more spiritually optimistic. You're going to be kind of like really having those Januaries, I think, are going to be like a lot of mindset and spiritual changes with these January, you know, this coming January. When you hear people talk about it, I think there's going to be a lot of that, like getting back into spiritual practice, beginning, you know, all of the January affirmations and all that shit that we do. I think are going to be more spiritually focused this year uh, with this happening with Mercury stationing direct. And I kind of love that again. I think it's going to be, even though we have things happening, Mercury uh, retrograding in Capricorn, I really think though, once it goes back into Sagittarius and I have, I have a kind of like a big timeline and it's ending on that, we're going to be more solid in the joy and happiness spiel I just went on. Okay. So now, Getting a little more level-headed. With Mercury retrograde, let's talk about the good things. Let's talk about the mental things, the mental changes. One of the big things, the biggest thing that Mercury retrograde does is align our mind. For better or for worse, usually through shaking it up somehow to realign. You know, there's nothing... Think about it. Like you unplug a computer and then you got to plug it back in for it to work. Our minds have to do that in various ways. Sometimes we got to shake it up. Sometimes we got to get a little virus in our mind and then free it. So with this, we're getting a little more level headed right away with this Mercury retrograde. I'm kind of really liking that with the Mercury retrograde, getting more level headed with an idea, mindset, mental action that maybe we weren't so solid about or we were just kind of scatterbrained about over these last couple months. We just weren't really all there with it. And we're now aligning aligning that. We're, we're getting more sturdy. We're really figuring out what we want. We're kind of trimming the fat, getting rid of all the bullshit, you can say. And then we're going to go back with that thinking, you know, back into Sagittarius where the expanse of thinking, the open-minded Sagittarius energy is, but again, with a more direct, logical, sturdy, solid mindset mindset that we began restructuring when Mercury retrograde began in Capricorn. And this is going to help us so we can create that shift that we need with this mental idea mindset. And again, really realigning us there and kind of getting us on our goal making you know now we can make the decision now we can take the action that kind of energy will happen we're not so scattered again we're like okay this is the idea let me move forward in that step now mercury retrograde will obviously be bringing its typical mercury stuff you know lack of communication technology breakdown shutdowns I always like to say when driving, because Mercury rules over our driving and our daily commute, there usually is, I think in Capricorn, you can expect like roadblocks, like a sudden just stop, shut down. If you see any of those, it's not going to be a fast moving energy. You might as well just map out a new way. I can tell you that. And, you know, technology can break. So this is, I don't say it for all of them, but this is definitely when in Capricorn, Mercury retrograde and, and something does break, it tends not to come back. It's not like a Mercury retrograde in 
and Gemini and, you know, where it's like an easy fix or somehow it worked itself out. Sometimes there can be like a boom, it's done and it is no more. And then what do we do? We learn Mercury's mutable energy. Okay, it might suck for a little bit. You might be pissed off for a couple hours, but guess what? There's going to be a plan B. You're going to get your mind working again and there's going to be plan B and C and you're going to figure it out and then you're going to create more mental resilience and trust in yourself and confidence in yourself, honestly. So loving that. So just remember that. And uh, communication can definitely bring some sudden pauses. If there is a fight or communication breakdown, it can bring more like stubborn, like totally silent pauses or endings for a little bit. But again, I want to look at this more at our shifting our mindset and really opening up our spiritual beliefs again. And then as Mercury retrograde begins, though which I think this is going to be really awesome. It trines Jupiter, which is getting ready to station direct in the sign of Taurus, and it's moving forward after being these last couple months in retrograde. So again, really getting grounded with what makes you function best. You know, what makes you function at your greatest? How do you get shit done? How do you align your life? How do you, you know, what do you, ha- what does your life look like when you wake up on a daily basis and you're like happy, free, peaceful, you know, what does that look like? So again, getting serious with your health, especially mental health, physical health, spiritual health, and really seeing how that spiritual health piece aligns you and keeps you going. I mean, if it was an important part of our spirit, we wouldn't have been doing that since like the beginning of human time, right? Like, as far as we know, people going back, you know, Mayans, Native Americans go as far as you can. And people had the Egyptians had a spiritual practice. So that's something that is ingrained in us and something that is needed within us for our spirit and our light to shine, for our purpose to shine through. So remember that as you're really thinking over this week of those mental joys and those happiness and what does life look like for you again when you're happy? What does happiness feel like for you? Feel that, you know, and even bring happiness to the small things. That's what I love. I, you know, I grew up in a really, really in the country, literally in Western Pennsylvania and Indiana County, PA. That Like out there, you say you're from the county, what county you're from. So if you're from the country, you know what I'm talking about. And I learned how to just like, and my dad was really good at this, how to find happiness in coffee, right? Ooh, I got a new coffee creamer, which I did. It's this like oat, you know, gingerbread shit. And it's in here and I'm excited. I got Dunkin' Donuts, which I love Dunkin' Donuts. I got that in my cup and I'm drinking this and, and life is good. This tastes good. This feels good. This gives me kind of like those warm, cozy, tingly vibes, Bring back your happiness to just that literal simplicity of that. What does it feel like when I drink and taste this coffee? What does it remind me of? What kind of feelings am I getting? Like literally, guys, I'm honestly getting tingles right now as I talk about this coffee. I mean, you guys might have too because I just said that pretty electrically. But bring back happiness in the simplistic way. That is my message. I hope everyone has a beautiful and smooth and spiritually aligned week. And new moon, I love you all. I will be be, uh, (laughs) I will be back next week.